tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world-governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Good morning, Swarm! And welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. I am here to rock. Joining me as always is my good friend, Xavier Guerrero. And the legend on the one and twos to know him is to love him. Jay Nice, Johnny Woodard. How are you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Johnny, oh, the energy. Coming hot, coming I'm, hot. I'm sorry, Whatever. Johnny. Today's Whatever, episode man. was wonderful, and I'm not going to take that saggy diaper approach you have, okay? No, you. I'm not going to go where you have a saggy diaper that leaks. We brought heat today, okay? A lot of heat. And if you're looking for a ha-ha heat, you need to come see me live. I'm going to be in Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> what a sequence. July wow. 16th. And uh, I'm going to be in Wasilla, Alaska, July 17th. Oh, that's where, uh, that's where Sarah Palin's from. Wasilla. Alaska. Well, hello. Well. Going to go look at Russia from my, my, my hotel. You got a free ticket if you go, lady. Yeah. Hey, Sarah Palin, come get weird, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be at Anchorage at Coots, Kill Coots, Charlie's, and that's two shows, 7 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. And then I'll be in Wasala at Everett's at 7 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. Then, and I think we could be close to sold out, so you got to grab your tickets very quickly. On July 24th, the uh, Conspiracy Comedy, Tim Fall Hat Comedy Night will be live at the American Comedy Company. There's a 4 p.m. show Grab those, and then we're ending the week of rock, the month of rock. Uh, we're going to be in Dallas, Texas at Hyenas 2 shows. 1 at 8 p.m. will be a regular stand-up comedy show. Then uh, at 10.30 p.m., we will be doing the... Swarm Tank. Swarm Tank. Swarm Tank. Swarm Tank. And then... <laughs> And then uh, the next week, we will be in Oklahoma City at the Bricktown Comedy Club. And that's a 4 p.m. show. So go check those out, guys. Uh, what else is going on, guys? How are you? We're doing good. We got them t-shirts. They're flying. We got some t-shirts. Now, there should be some new t-shirts coming out. Uh, we should have Conspiracy Smoke Show. Cool. It's where he's working on it. It's not up yet? Nope, not up yet. But we still got that Dodger one. We got that Dodger one. Dodger baseball. Killing it. We got, uh, what do we got? Shape-shifting Jesus, Disney's, all there. Great way to support the show. Uh, just go to TimFullHatT-shirts.com. Uh, if you want to see premium content from us, let's say two episodes, three episodes is enough. You know, you're going crazy and you, you need more content. Go to Rockfin.com. For $10, $10, you get everybody's show there you get conspiracy social club with brian callen you get zero with sam triplett you get tim fall hat premium you get greatest of all time if johnny will ever do it again and then you'll get broken sim and 
you we don't get, smoke the we same. We don't smoke the same. Just in case people make the mistake of taking Sam seriously, uh, the last couple times I've asked him to do the greatest of all time, he's like, oh, sorry, bro. Johnny, I'm it. like, I can do it. You're like, oh, I can't do it now. Not, I got to go sleep. Don't believe him. I'm a sleepy guy. Don't believe Sam. Okay? So that's how we do it. So go go to rockfin.com. Pick any of those shows. Grab one. You see sign that show up. I'm looking at, Johnny? What? What, what are you looking at? Adult entertainer and sex worker activist. Like Conspiracy Castle. Jones. Yeah, I love that guy, Conspiracy yeah, Castle. He just, he's got, he just bangs out an Adderall and just goes hard in the paint. He's got the perfect thumbnail. He's yeah. got some... No. Yeah, that's great. Everybody likes that. I know. Um, broken so Sam. We just did a new Broken Sam. We're, broken we're just Sam. we're just pounding those things Johnny, out. Johnny, do you think that's one of the best we've done so far last night's show? There, I felt like we really yeah, rocked. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, really good. hard. I talked mad shit. Go and check it out. Broken Sim, it is in fact the sports center of the apocalypse. Do you reveal the bobblehead? What? Is that the one you revealed the bobblehead? No, that that was the, the last one we revealed the bobblehead. Uh, what else do we got? Ba ba bang bang pow. Oh, and any and all my free content. Any free content I do, it is available at samtriply.com. Not only can you get my dates, but you can get tons of videos there. And guess what? Almost every show I have, there is a 24 hour radio station. Anything. Anything. As long as it's at 30 days old, bam, you can listen to it on a loop. And it's just show after show after show. Let's say you're at home, you want to chill, and you just want to hear me all the time, which I totally would understand. Okay, just go to samtriply.com, click your favorite show, let's say Broken Sim, and you can listen to old episodes. You also there. got Opiate of the Asses on there. Opiate like you, of the Asses. And they got to check it out because on the last one, titties. Tit That's all I got to yeah. say is titties. Titzilla. Titzilla was there with her big mammies. <laughs> also, if you want to... Uh, Critique Sam's sound editing abilities, which is tur what the, it's turned into over there. Go to chat.samtriply.com. Oh yeah, go to chat. Some guy, Sam some guy says I need to give you some lessons because Zero has been. Uh, he's, he was. He said uh, the sound has been off. Is what. Is what. Uh, so I, I might have to. Really, Johnny? <laughs> yeah, that's what they're talking about over there. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So every supposedly there's a Discord out there that uh, a wonderful fan started. But you know that will get nuked, right? It's going to get nuked because that's what the Discord does. Once it starts cooking with gas, it's done. Guess what? Go to samtriplee.com and you don't have to worry about it. Go to chat. Put this in. Okay, you have to sign up for chat.samtriplee.com and join what we call Smack. It is our version of the Discord. It's called Smack. Go talk some I'm Smack. I'm there. Are you there? Yeah, I am up? there. Yeah, okay, Sam's there. Did you sign up? I did. Xavier, yeah. did you sign up? You're about to give me the fucking code for it. No, just sign up. Oh, you just sign up? Yeah, oh, it's okay. just real simple. Okay. Just sign up. Stop trying to be a cool guy. I don't know. I thought it was a... Well, you, since everything is premium, well, you want, I want the premium shit, dude. No, I thought that's that was not, premium no. shit. Do I get There's like... There's no premium on the website. It's all for free for the people. And I don't get like... Like a, what do you want? Like administrator? Yes, exactly. No, you wouldn't know what oh, to do, man. bro. It's so beyond. No power over anything here. No Hispanic, power. Bro. No. Me and Johnny it's got so no power. I feel like an intern. Beyond anything Hispanic, John, bro. Johnny, he's got two. <laughs> so how, did his, how did Hispanic get involved? Got, I don't know. Don't worry. Sam's bro. got two interns. Don't worry about it, Johnny. Just don't worry about it. Here we go. We go. Tim Fall. I'm on there. Hi, everybody. Hello. Respect me. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> respect me. There's a guy talking about Jesus right now. Get on it. 
There we go. I, I'm under Sammy the Chicken Snake God. That's my handle. I'm just Johnny. You're just Johnny. Yeah. I like that. You should put Johnny One so everybody knows. No, Johnny One is the guy who comes after me. Who's like, oh fuck, somebody took Johnny. Yeah, that's true, dude. That's true. And then Sizzles on there. Uh, Sizzles in charge of urban development, which means she's a white chick that bangs black guys. So go check it out. <laughs> it, is, it is a wonderful thing. A lot of people on the Discord. A lot of people be talking. People be talking. People be talking and join us because we love it. Guys, anything else? No, that's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, just Broken Sim. Go check it out on YouTube, uh, your audio, podcast, clients, whatever. It's all everywhere. right. We love you all. I love you. You love me. Look, there's 18 people on Broken Sim on my website. Look at that, dude. Yes, yes. Look at that. Oh, and Johnny is in it to win it. Look at that. Trying to get all that hot, broken ass. That's what it is, bro. Hot, Man, broken ass. I said it last uh -huh. time. Imagine if he was single. Oh, Jesus. Whew. I don't know if there are any women on there. Guys. Enough um, for you, huh? Please. Yeah, that never stopped you before. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, enjoy this episode. It's with a uh, lovely Canadian, Bailey, the rock and roll space witch. Uh, it's a great episode. I thoroughly enjoyed the conversation with her. She came, she saw, she crushed it. And I uh, hope to see you in Alaska. All right, so let's get into it. I'm uh, very excited about uh, this conversation we're about to have because I think it's super important. Uh, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in Canada, so I decided to have a Canadian come on and tell us a little bit about it. And uh, I'm excited to have her. She, uh, she is known as Bailey, the rock and roll space witch. Welcome, Bailey. How are you? Awesome. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me, Sam. I'm a huge fan of yours. I've been watching uh, and listening to your podcast for a couple of years now. Uh, I was actually hoping Eddie Bravo would be on today, but that's totally cool. Totally cool. And uh, I actually thought I was going to be on Conspiracy Social Club. So I got a bunch of facts to attack Brian with, but I guess that's out the window. You want all my famous friends. Um, so yeah, I would love to have him on. That'd be a great show to do. I'd love to have Eddie and Brian going at it. That'd be a fun time, even though I am turning Brian. Oh, I am turning him. He's halfway there, at least? He is there. You he's think so, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, he's never going to go too deep, but he now questions the government's motives, which is really all you could ask for at that point. You think he'll ever at least get Tim Dillon, where he's at least always open? Well, I mean, I don't even know what that means. Tim Dillon's always open. What does that mean? That sounds creepy as shit. Um, sounds like a comedy well, special or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Tim Dillon, always open. Only available on Grindr. Um, <laughs> So my point is this, it's like, I don't know. And like, listen, I, I don't know. I, I, the little movement I've had with him is, is yielding much gains. So I'm very happy with him. I, if, the, if he goes fully like conspiracy theorist, is it a fun show anymore? Yeah, you can't have that. No. I, we have that to would have be like him. if on Crossfire, you know, Tucker Carlson just suddenly it's like, you know what, Paul, you're right. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> us just screaming at each other in agreement, right? Yeah. It's just like no fun. Uh, but Bailey, real quick, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself before we get into what we want to talk about today? Uh, so I'm just, you know, a little conspiracy theorist. I like to say truth seeker up in Canada. Um, I've really just been following the truth movement ever since really maybe 2012. Yeah, I took a deep dive when I was in uh, high school there down a couple reptile rabbit holes, <laughs> stuff like that, you know, about the queen. And, you know, I went down uh, some rabbit holes and I've been researching ever since. 
then a couple of years later, when I went back to research all of those things that I learned, um, I was told that they're fake by Snopes. So I really went back up that liberal hive mindset. And uh, just a couple of years ago when Pizzagate all came out, um, it really just woke me back up again. And ever since then, I've really just been trying to speak out on my personal platforms about saving the children, human trafficking, stuff like that, the corruption up here in Canada. Um, yeah. And so that's what I've been doing. And I'm loving it so far. How, what is the reaction to your friends and family to you being, uh, you know, awakened? Do you have do you have tribe to vibe with? Oh yeah, I got a tribe. Like I'm pretty lucky. Uh, most of my friends, they're pretty woke. You know, they can see what's happening right now in universities and like just the crazy servitude that's happening with liberals and just all of our liberal young friends stuff like that but i mean even my family like they're pretty supportive they are fairly woke on some aspects uh, my mom and dad they're pretty funny sometimes i'm still like dad you're kind of being a bootlicker right now but <laughs> whatever uh, and then i got my twin and she's awesome too so me and her just go back and forth but once again i'm just trying to crawl back up some of these rabbit holes and so they do give me a little bit of shit but you know i'm just trying to wake people up here and there but i got a good good set of connection with my friends and family are you uh, i have twin daughters so are you identical or fraternal uh we are identical we had twin to turn transfusion though so she's a little bit bigger and taller than me so who knows if we look the same that's so interesting what is that Matt, what do you mean? What she said. So that's when we were in the womb. Uh, I think it was in like the third trimester, whatever it is. Uh, my twin was getting more nutrients than I was. So if it had kept on without doctor intervention, then she, I would have shriveled up and died. And then she would have just murder suicided her and my mom just uh, exploded by Whoa. too much nutrients, I guess. Whoa. Crazy, right? That. Yeah, moon sounds... tells the tomb she's evil. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like uh, sharks, right? Baby sharks in the womb, they yeah. eat each other. That's crazy, right? Crazy. I didn't know about that. That's you didn't know that, no, dude? Yeah, that. they eat nope. each other. Wild. So, I mean, it's very interesting because, I mean, my daughters both came from the same womb and they couldn't be more different. Like same size and everything? They, they no, 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 no. One's much bigger than the other. One is just a bull in a china shop. The other one's super analytical. Like, it's just kind of crazy how they they cooked in the same oven, but they're two completely different people. So it's so interesting, and uh, we don't know what degree your your sister is uh, in terms of being awakened, but it's weird that, that one is completely conspiratorial and the other one might not be. Like it, it, But they're from the same area, right? It's like, yeah. it, it's kind of crazy. Me and my brother, who I, I'm two and a half years older, we couldn't be more different. When it comes to conspiracies. Do you think it'll happen with your daughters where one will be woke and the other one won't? I don't know, or won't man. Care, or won't, just won't care? I think one is I think one is going to be like a hacker. <laughs> and I think the other one's just going to wreck shop. So it's going to be interesting. So it sounds fun. It's going to be interesting. But back to Canada. I love Canada. When I look at you, I think of like... How, like, I always notice how Canadian people, in particular the women, have such wonderful skin. And I think it always goes back. And I know that sounds super creepy. <laughs> but it goes back to, I think, your healthcare system, which, uh, you know, I don't want to get into, like, you know, single payer versus uh, whatever we have. But it, go it goes back to their healthcare is based on keeping costs down. 
because it is covered by, you know, one payer. And therefore, like what they're eating and all this stuff tends to be a little bit different than what we do in America, you know, and yeah. you could see it in their skin. It's they just have better skin up there. Maybe it's the sun. I don't know what it is. But, when you know, up until recently, I, I had this whole theory that Canada was just this kind of like winter paradise where for because they didn't have uh they didn't have, they didn't have to have a huge military right why because they're next door to this giant 800 pound gorilla that <laughs> if anybody came and fucked with canada the united states would just go hulk smash right so oh we say that all the time yeah you guys have our back yeah so you don't have to sp you can have a couple guys on horses that is your military right <laughs> well, I, I and i know there's more than that but but you don't have to spend to the level that on your military that we do. So you are able to allocate that money to other places. So there was always this kind of belief uh, from myself that Canada was operating on a higher frequency. You know, you would go there and I would always say that, you know, the most conservative Canadian is very, would be, a, uh, I mean, excuse me, the most conservative, yeah, Canadian would be a liberal American. Like an old school liberal yeah. American. Not yeah, that's a fair enough point, I would say. I mean, I'm looking around and it seems like everyone's a liberal nowadays. Um, and that's where I was really honestly a couple of years ago. But uh, Canada, no, it's not that winter paradise that you think it is. I thought it was too. And I was so proud to be Canadian until just these past couple of years, really, ever since Justin Trudeau took office. And I'm just seeing the corruption. I'm seeing how the RCMP and all these different organizations, how they're all into human trafficking, money laundering, you know, all of these things. So we have so many issues and it's just all just swept under the guise of being polite and funny. And uh, we're a bunch of pussies. I mean, I don't know why every other country is rioting, they're protesting, and we still have some of the most severe lockdown measures going on in Canada right now. And everyone's just taking it. I, I have my theories on that, and I, and I think it has to, and you, that can be applied to the United States as well. And I, I'll get into that towards the end. But I want to, well, we can get into it in a moment. But as, like you said, man, something kind of changed up there. And. Yeah. And I do believe it involves Justin Trudeau. And somebody said this earlier, man, never trust a good-looking liberal running for politics, especially if they're men. Don't trust them, dude. Why? If you're rich, liberal, male, successful, why would you want to change the system? The system is completely set up for you to thrive. If you're connected, you're really attractive and you're rich. Why are you going to what are you going to do to change the system? Why would you want to change a system that everything is built for you to thrive in? Yeah, I mean, he's literally a trust fund brat. I mean, he's got so much money. He's literally a millionaire from his parents. Um, he just grew up living a lavish lifestyle. You know, he did blackface like three times saw so no repercussions for it. And he literally won just because he's very attractive. He has great hair and he has a really fascinating sock collection. And that's what all the media would talk about. And it's absolutely disgusting. Oh, seriously, guys. Yeah, it's rough. So he ran on his socks, which we have a friend, Jason Tebow, has a wonderful sock collection. You're, you're right. He does. Yeah. Hey, guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Caldera Lab. Okay. Caldera Lab is a men's skin care line that is a company with a conscience. Okay. They are a B certified corporation and the only men's skincare line certified by Made Safe, PETA, 
And Leaping Bunny. Come on. Leaping Bunny's in. We're yeah, all in. Come on. Yeah. Come on, dude. Whether you're tackling dry skin, acne scars, wrinkles, or just want to do you and invest in healthier skin, this is the one product I would use, okay? It's a non-toxic natural serum, okay, made with 100% from plants for all guys and all their skin types. Right, Johnny? Dude, you're damn right. I just did the test. Do you did? Yeah, it asked you for your age, what type of skin tone you have, where you live, and they gave me what I need. Dude. I, I heard that customers rave that it doesn't cause breakouts and it doesn't go on greasy. I hate when it goes on greasy. Me too. Okay? They, want, they went above and beyond industry benchmarks in their clinical trials. Okay? The results showed that it is proven to work on all skin types. 96% of men wow. saw healthier skin. Okay? Works great with a beard, bald, or dry scalp. Okay? Keeps it all nice, shiny, and moisturized. The founders live in Jackson, Wyoming, dude. Hey, if you live in Wyoming, you better be serious. Okay? You live in Wyoming, that's the real thing. And they created a product because of the dry skin from the high altitude climate. And there was nothing on the market they would use, okay? Nothing clean, nothing toxic, no not non-toxic ingredients, and that proven the work, okay? Best of all, you can try it 100% risk-free. If you don't love it after 60 days, they will refund you in full. Here's a special offer for the, our listeners, The Swarm. Receive 20% off your first purchase of the good. Go to calderalab.com and use the discount code TINFOILHAT at checkout. That's one word, TINFOILHAT at checkout. Well, I, I saw so many articles. I mean, they're just going on when all those blackface scandals came out, stuff like that. Uh, you know, you go, you type in Google, you want to see something and it just goes on about his sock collection. And oh, look at how many great socks he is. He's wearing Star Wars socks today. I'm like, oh, man, this is pathetic. I mean, and you know why the media is doing that, too. I mean, the media will not ever uh, like report on any truth or any scandals that Justin Trudeau did because he gave them a six hundred million dollar media bailout. Yeah, How exactly. he's allowed to do that, I don't know. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> There's I like a top style, 10 baby. top of his top uh, socks he wears. Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, that's all they care about. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a website, called, There's a website called Sock Mafia, where I guess they just review people's socks. <laughs> there's, there's actual, like, uh, shirts and T-shirts now where people have printed on Justin Trudeau, like, mounting a unicorn and, like, saying he's coming to save the world. He has oh, completely fucked over Canada, fucked over citizens. He sold us out to the CCP, and people think that he's coming to save the world. He was the first person voted off of the UN Council last year uh, to get a seat. Because everyone knows he sold his country to the CCP. So let's He's get into state. that real quick. Uh, there's a lot going on there. Uh, a, a lot going on. First of all, I remember when he was running for re-election. And I don't know how many years in he is now or how many times he's run for election. Is there a limitation on how many times you can be prime minister of Canada? Oh, man, Sam, I'm going to be honest really quickly here. I prepped for a lot of other stuff, like the RFK video, so I didn't prep too much on a Canadian don't, politics. Don't worry about that. Don't, don't and, worry uh, about that. It's okay, all good. Cool, but uh, no, so I know his father, he was in for like 12 years, so I don't think there is a limit. Um, you just have to keep winning no uh, the majority can, of the party. Canadian so, prime ministers yeah. do not have a fixed term of office, oh, they can nor, run forever. Nor, nor do they have a term limit. Oh, my God. So, oh, wow. so I remember this had to be like four or five years ago. He's running again, okay? And I go to, I forget what city I was in, uh, 
Calgary. I was in Calgary doing this gig. And everybody I talked to couldn't wait to talk about how much they hated Justin Trudeau. I mean, it was across the board of all demographics, whether economical or ethnic, everybody universally hated Justin Trudeau. So I go, there's no way this guy's winning again. There's no way. And then boom, suddenly he wins again. Well, now we're finding out about all these voting machines and all that stuff. And I'm like, yep. dude, there, it is more likely than not that they rigged that election to keep him in there. Do you think that was like a trial run? I wouldn't oh. doubt it, dude. I wouldn't doubt I mean, you know my opinion. I think all elections have been rigged from way back in the day. You remember, like I said before, but back, like in the 60s, they're like 80 million people <laughs> voted and we counted it in five hours. We counted all 80 million votes. These elderly 80-year-olds ca ca counted every single vote and we know who really won. It's like, get out of here, dude. It's all a lie. Yeah, I saw that post of yours. That was a great point. That was something I didn't even think of till this year. Yeah, how were they counting all those votes so fast? And uh, yeah, I 100% think that that was, um, uh, they were doing that to set up for the American election. And yeah, there's no way he won again. Um, everyone that I talked to hated him. And since you're in Calgary, that is a very conservative city, I would say. I mean, that's where the Calgary Stampede is. We have a lot of farmers out there. Um, not so many liberals like up in Edmonton, but yeah, there's no way he won. And now that I know about the Dominion voting systems and all these machines, I really don't think that he won fairly. At all. And no, I don't think so. There, and, and even if he's going to be up for a re-election next year, there's no, or uh, two years, whatever, there's no way he's going to win again. I mean, personally, I'm not even sure if who we're looking at right now is Justin Trudeau. I'm like, is that a clone? He literally hid in a cottage for a year, Rideau Hall. He hid out uh, during the coronavirus uh, pand scam scamdemic, really. And, uh, you know, that was the leader of our country, one of the leaders of the best free nations in the world. And that's who we had to look up to a little rat hiding out in a cottage. <laughs> Bailey's on fire today. <laughs> Bailey bring it. I just pulled it out. <laughs> I love it. So, so much goes out. We got the blackface. I was told that there was some kind of history in Canada where people would dress up in blackface. And that's why it was explained away. Was that anything? No. Okay. I've, okay. I have not heard that, but the media will explain away any of his gaffes or scandals. I mean, that, that's completely ridiculous. I don't think we have a history of blackface. I mean, I'm sure, well, obviously Canada and America does. I mean, with uh, that, but have you seen the videos? I mean, he's literally in one video. It's and it's not even just blackface. It's actually full body blackface. So I'm not sure if it was some sort of ritual or who knows. It's super weird. Um, in one of the videos, he's dancing around like a monkey. It is the absolute most racist thing I've ever seen in my life. And, and it's And when you talk to your liberal friends, about that what do they say oh they always have an excuse they're like oh well that was back in the early 2000s no no, no hold up <laughs> justin trudeau he grew up with a very privileged lifestyle so you'd think that if he was so privileged he would know that that's wrong so that's a completely baseless argument so have so, you seen the have you seen it right sam the monkey it's like, it's dancing all the way, video yeah, it's all the way past his neck it's like the whole thing's black you know how you should just be your face Dude, he goes, it's deep. <laughs> he goes black. He doesn't do blackface. He does black body. He does his hands. Yeah, everything. Like the whole. Yeah, I mean, 
unbelievable. The history, there's, let's get into a little bit. I know you didn't do a lot of study on this, but we're just going to talk through it. You know, the history of Justin Trudeau, who is really his father? And we, you know, we got into Cuckapalooza. I should do another episode of Cuckapalooza because <laughs> there's so much more involved with that. But it's like so much of like these elites is just like everybody passes each other around. And it's like whoever, you know, I hope it's your kid when it comes out. And a lot of times it's not, man. A lot of times it's not. And when you look at Justin Trudeau and then you look at a young Fidel Castro, they look yep. like the same person. He looks more Honestly, like Fidel, Con Fidel Castro than he does his father. Yeah, honestly, and I've looked at, I've done comparisons, I've looked at, you know, different angles, stuff like that. I mean, it's so, it's such a striking resemblance that he looks like Castro, um, and then he's always going on speeches about how he admires Castro, stuff like that. Uh, Margaret Trudeau, his mother, was actually, uh, and Pierre's wife, uh, she was in Cuba all the time, and uh, they have a bunch of pictures with Fidel together, and she was a well-known homewrecker, so she slept around with everyone, so I mean, and we know with these satanic bloodlines, whatnot, they always keep it in the family. So I, I personally believe that, yeah, he more than likely is Fidel Castro's son. Look at a picture of him and true uh, Pierre. They really don't look that similar, but I mean, then take a picture of the queen and a reptile, put that over a <laughs> photocopier together. And literally it's the same, you know, like project that and you won't be able to see any differences. You are becoming one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> So then we got that dark history. That's the all elitism. A lot of that stuff is about uh, keeping bloodlines, keeping uh, control. Uh, and then recently, uh, his company, basically his logo, he had some kind of foundation that's logo was straight up that triangle within a triangle. And that is the FBI's logo for for pedophilia and he had a trudeau uh foundation yeah so that was the pierre elliott trudeau foundation and it was the they used on page four of their annual 2015 to 2016 report uh the boy lover symbol uh that has been noted by the fbi in the 2007 document and yeah that was right there front page it was the only logo there was no need for it it made no sense um and so if you want to get into that, actually, like there's there's so much human trafficking and those that boy lover logo. It's actually used a lot in Canada with like Frank Ustra, a good friend of his. Uh, but if you want a conspiracy theory, uh, have you ever seen True Detective HBO yes. TV show? Yes. OK, I love it. It's amazing. The whole first uh, season, it's about like ritual killings, these elite satanic pedophile rings, you know, stuff like that. Um, now, in the third season, which was about kidnapping little kids, they show uh, a reporter comes to talk to the detectives like 10 years after this case went uh, cold. And she says, hey, there's new information out now. We know that these pedophile rings use these symbols. And as she's discussing that, she actually shows the Pierre Elliott Trudeau Foundation uh, report, which is crazy. So now going back to season one, when you finally see the killer, um, he has a bunch of or the pedophile killer or whatever. I don't want to spoil too much for the listeners. 
Uh, but he has a bunch of tattoos on him and he has a 666 tattoo. He has a noose tattoo. And then he has a tattoo of what looks like um, a person praying. And I swear to God that that is Justin Trudeau. So I think Nick Pizzolatto, if you look at the season three, how he did the little hint to the Pierre Elliott Trudeau Foundation. If you look back in season one, that probably is Justin Trudeau. Um, I've showed that to a lot of my friends and that I'm the only one that thinks it looks like Justin Trudeau. So I'm keen to see what you guys think. Um, some people think it looks like the Virgin Mary, stuff like that. Some people think that it looks like a young Matthew McConaughey, which would make sense because he's starring in the show. But Well, I, I wouldn't doubt it 100%. I wouldn't doubt it at all. And, you know, Justin Trudeau's best friend, I think it was his friend from college, got full-on busted uh, with child sex trafficking and p child pornography. Yeah, Chris uh, Ingboldson. So he was his college roommate, uh, like their best friends. And then they even went to work at a West Point Gray Academy together. It's a, this elite Vancouver boarding school. And uh, they actually, there was a little scandal there. And when you look it up to see if it's true or not and fact check it, it's very hard to find out. Um, but there is instances where people say that Justin Trudeau was in a relationship with a student and he actually had to pay her off under a non-disclosure um, agreement. And so no one's allowed to talk about it. The conservatives brought this up um, in parliament actually about three years ago. And they kept asking Trudeau to reconfirm why he had to leave the West Point Gray Academy back oh. in uh, like early 2002, because the story keeps changing. Right. And so when you look it up, if it's true or not, you can't really find it. There's a, on the Buffalo Chronicle they talk about this case um but then there is an instance in the yearbook um a young girl writes jt and ci justin trudeau and chris Ingleton, thank you for making this year so much more exciting something like that and then like so if you read between the lines something's going on there who knows what that was and there was no other students with those same initials in that year so jesus man so the guy gets busted with porn, his best friend, boom, then with the logo symbol. And it's just like, it's like, yeah, think, you know, you could have just quinkadinks happening, but it's like, that's very specific to yeah. like that logo in your organization. Like, I'm sorry, but if someone came to me like, hey, this logo, it's like, is that any other kind of logo? Should I be concerned about that? You know, I mean, and if your if your best friend is like, I mean, I listen. I don't know what Xavier looks at when he's at home. I don't know that. I don't know what Johnny looks at when he's at home. So there is that kind of thing where, like, yeah, I, I work with them. I don't know what they're jerking off to, but I also know that if I have a pedophile symbol in my logo and then one of these guys gets busted for pedophilia that's a lot of quinky dink that yeah. just of all the symbols in the world and then all the porn they can look at those two just seem to like match up that and not only they live together we work together yeah we're, we're here maybe a couple hours a week they lived with each other they were roommates you catch your your friend doing some weird shit here and there and you're gonna tell me you weren't like hey what, did you just look Dude, at that little boy yeah yeah like just be like hey what, what was that and they kind of try to hide it or like, why are you into little girl? Why are you into like young women all the time? Like we, we, we know some guys that you're like, oh, no wonder you're into young women all the time. It finally comes out. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, it's just like uh, the Pope, and he wore that same symbol, a bunch of those symbols, actually, on his robe for, I think it was like the 2018 or 2017 uh, World Youth Day. Why are you using that logo for World Youth Day? Like, read between the lines, people. How many coincidences before it's mathematically impossible? Yeah. I mean, and just, like, nobody cares. Like, I mean, when I was growing up, people were losing their mind on these pedophiles. Now it's just like, what can you do? You know that Drake guy that I told you, that Drake Bell? He got, I think, like a probation. He's not even stepping foot into jail for texting a minor, and he's a like a, that the guy on Nickelodeon. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Nickelodeon only hires pedophiles. I mean, who's the uh, guy who does all their shows? Schneider, Dan, Dan, Dan Schneider. Schneider Dan yeah. Schneider, exactly. I mean, he is a foot fetish and all that weird, crazy stuff. And as, when you look at any of these child organizations, charities, any of these entertainment businesses, yeah, they're all run by creeps. And, like, they don't start out that way. Obviously, maybe some of them are, you know, for the good of the children, but they attract pedophiles. They attract weirdos, so... And, and you know what the surest sign that somebody is a weirdo? When nothing happens to them. I'm really getting to that point where it's like, I've had so many of my friends clipped with zero evidence. And then I know guys, there's tons of evidence and nothing happens to them. Nothing at all. And I'm like, that is the surest sign you did it when nothing happens to you. What regular person do you know who ever got away with anything? You know what I mean? <laughs> Any kind of nobody gets away with anything from where I'm from. Yeah, unless yeah. you're the lead and you're you're totally a made man. Yeah. Like the craziest thing is a hot chick gets away from a speeding ticket. That to me, that to me is like, oh wow, that's, that's, that's impressive. Oh my God, it's yeah. that time of the month. I don't know. I'm bloated. Let me get out of this. Okay, go. There you go. That's why your insurance rates are lower, ladies. <laughs> All right, everybody, I want to tell you about our good friends at CBD Line. That's right, CBD Line, one of our oldest sponsors on the show, longest running sponsors on the show, and we love them very much. You know, these stressful times, you need tools in your tool belts, and no one can help you more than CBD Lion. I mean, they got everything. They got vapes. They got they got gummy. You like they got those new gummies that lemon you like. ones. Come on, nothing is better than lemon. Dude, nothing's better than lemon lemon gummies. Okay, they, they also have the uh, new melatonin slumberberry variety pack which i've heard is pretty cool a variety pack man and that's what we're talking about dude they are the best of the best i love them very much they always come to my live shows and support and here's what's really great okay they they have everything you need man they're all their products are third-party tested all right they even have a quick little survey quick quiz you take they'll help you with deciding which product is best they got everything man they got everything pre-rolls pre-rolls of hemp flour they got new strains of hemp flour they got uh, lemon gummies variety pack gummies melatonin gummies all this fun games cbd does it beat that i don't think so i love them every time they come to my shows i hug them i hug them i try to kiss them they're like no it's not not like that bro And if you like that and you want to help out the show and you want to help our sponsors, just go to cbdline.com and enter the promo code TINFOIL, okay, to get 20% off. That's cbdline, like the animal.com, coupon code TINFOIL. Check them out. We won over 2,000 positive reviews. This stuff works. Give them a try one more time. Just go to cbdline, enter the coupon code TINFOIL to get 20% off. Uh, back to this. So, which the reason I wanted to bring up all this stuff about Trudeau, because it leads to something that I, you know, I've been trying to talk to people about. And, you know, 
I've had other native Canadians on from, that are from the native tribes about Canada moving in and just stealing their land. The Canadian government just coming in, stealing their land, putting in pipelines, and everyone's like, we need to, we need the oil, dude. We got to do it. And then the price of gas just keeps going up. You're like, why do we keep building these pipelines and why do we keep invading these countries that have all this oil and yet the price of oil keeps going up? Oh, yeah, because you're jacking us. That's why. But when we go back, it's like there's – go on, sorry. No, sorry. Really quickly, I'll say there uh... – Last year, I fuck Biden. Okay, I'm from Alberta, and so we have like the lowest. We we we're making the oil. We're doing everything with it. We're refining it. We have the cheapest prices of oil. I think I was paying 80 cents last year or two years ago before Biden got in. 80 cents at the cheapest, and I'm paying 131. Like it's absolutely insane. Biden shut down the Keystone pipeline, so I know pipeline is a very sensitive topic. But I mean, from Alberta, um, that cost us 2,000 jobs. So that was insane. Uh, Justin Trudeau too. He he also shut down the Trans Canada pipeline, was not approved. And then he gave China uh, $600 or $500 million to build their own pipeline. So it's just the hypocrisy is insane. Can you believe? Hold on. What? She said, so yeah. China is building a pipeline in Canada. No, sorry. China, he gave them money to build a pipeline in China. Why? And so now, so now we can't even. We have the cleanest oil in the world, and now we can't use our own oil. We have to buy from China, or we have to get it shipped over from China. It's just insane. Which uses more oil? It makes no sense. Holy! Sh which is exactly what's going on with Australia, by the way. Australia has been completely decimated by China. They took all their water, which has caused that, which caused a lot of. Wow. Everything being dry, which caused those giant fires everywhere, all because of they've been the, the politicians have sold out to China. It's unbelievable. You think there'll be fires this year? Because there wasn't none last year because of COVID. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, there was no fires last year in Australia because like, like, of COVID. You think there'll be some fires this year? But you remember when the fires in Australia we thought was the worst we were going to have in <laughs> 2020 and then Kobe died? We're like, it can't get worse. And that's like, why, God, why? The killer hornets. Yeah, right? Terrible. So the, uh, so uh, so getting fire it. conspiracies though Sam sorry really quickly because this is my favorite conspiracy ever uh, do you guys remember the I think 2018 fires in California and you saw all those pictures how the fires went through all these neighborhoods um, but trees were standing cars were overturned and yeah. it just didn't make sense that some shrubbery was still up yeah. There's yeah. also some uh, trees that were burning from the inside out. And people say the only way that happens if it gets struck by lightning. So then I saw <laughs> this uh, Terminator 2. Uh, the whole premise of the movie is a comet is coming down. So they have a laser. They're going to hit the comet and then it's going to break it up and it's not going to hit Earth. Um, the laser backfires and actually hits Earth and it hits California in the same five exact spots where all the California forest fires started. What's in, uh, the name of this movie? Uh, Terminator 2. Hold on. Terminator 2 has lasers in the sky? I don't remember that. Pretty sure. Don't oh, that, quote That's the me one with on the guy that. That, that turns metallic, right? He's like liquid metal. That's that Maybe one. it's Terminator 3? I don't know. Okay, but, we got to look into it. We'll find out what that movie is. But not Terminator 2. Yeah. Well, also, it's like when you take a look at the um, where they wanted to put the high-speed rail in fits exactly into where the fires were and we were saying that forever and people were like you're crazy i'm like and that's when i started to separate from the la comedy scene 
was why I was like, these fires are purposeful, man. It doesn't yeah. make sense. For uh, metal, metal melts at, at 1,500 degrees, and these fires get at the most 1,200. It makes no sense. Oh, is that like the Twin Towers? Is that the same logic? Yeah, the Twin exactly. Towers? I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you what I believe about 9/11. What I believe today, I, I 100% think they hit those towers with direct energy weapons. Where is the rubble, Johnny? Where's the rubble? You're a nerd dork. Where's the rubble? It's gone. Right? It's gone. Have you ever seen? Uh, I'm blanking on her name, but she is a doctor. She's a scientist, Dr. and Judy she gives Wood. her explanation uh, for what she thinks happened. And uh, it's basically what you're saying. Her name's Judy. Yeah, Doctor Judy Wood. Yeah, there we go, Judy Wood. Yeah, and her whole explanation how they think it just incinerated. Um, and yeah, I listened to that, and that makes complete sense. And if you look at the science behind it, why wouldn't we believe that? Well, because then it would, because then it really is the U.S. government, dude. Yeah. I mean, like, there's so much going on in 9/11, and people are just like, no, nope, just a bunch of people who live in sand flew these planes, man, and that's how it did it. You're like, it just, I mean, every single thing had to go this way for this to be completed. But back mm -hmm. to Canada, so we, so. You know, we've done shows with, you know, tribal people out of Canada, the native Canadians. And this is a big story for me because a lot of people don't know that, not just in Canada, but the United States, there's a lot of chaos going on in these reservations. In particular, people just disappearing. Women and children. And nobody talking about it. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody's talking about it. Nobody cares. I mean, we have the even aside from the residential schools, which now finally a bunch of mass graves are being found. I think we're up to like 2000 bodies now, which Whoa. once again, I will say it's not actual bodies. Uh, that's an estimate by ground penetrating radar. So we're not really sure what it is. I personally think those could be false numbers because I think why would you go to the uh, like the extremes of burying someone, you know, and all that trouble when they had a lot of incinerators in all these churches and the residential schools. And if you listen to a lot of uh, witness testimonies and survivors, they say, yeah, they were burning kids left, right and center, just disintegrating the body. So no evidence was left. Oh, my God, dude. It's yeah, it's crazy. We have the Highway of Tears, too. So that is uh, the highway going along from Alberta all the way up to B.C., uh, up to the north there and so many indigenous women just go missing and nobody cares they're not getting any police reports uh there's no investigations being done uh the police will literally make up every excuse in the book to not investigate they'll say oh they ran away oh they probably are off somewhere uh who knows oh they killed themselves oh it's drugs oh they just don't want to get in touch with their family it's just disgusting yeah i mean well we're seeing it happen in all the t all over the place. I mean, like this comedy scene I'm in, they just love attacking acceptable boogeymen. Like if it's an acceptable boogeyman that the media told them that's a bad guy, they have no problems tar and feathering these people. But man, when it comes to some real monsters, they're quiet. And it happens all over the place. All over the place. I mean, you have Chelsea Handler hosting Ellen on a set that looks like Jeffrey Epstein's island. And, <laughs> and they're both, one's on the flight, Chelsea Handler's on the flight logs. And nobody cares. Nobody cares. She keeps running her fat, ugly mouth.
Yeah. What about Chelsea Handler telling black people how to be black? 50 Cent, you're not black. Like, that was just, come on. She's That's crazy. A, a humongous garbage person, man. But it just keeps going yeah. back to this. Like, why isn't anybody outraged? Why? Why isn't anybody outraged at the number of children going missing? Why is why is anyone going crazy? I mean, so so what I want to get into is that this area where these kids are being found. And I, real quick before I start that, I've been I, when I posted this story, there were some Canadians going. Everybody knows about this in Canada. We're taught this as kids. Is that true? So we are taught about residential schools, but not any truths to them at all um, and not to the extent of the horrors uh, that happened there. I mean, we were taught that, yeah, it was the Indian Act in uh, 1876, you know, and that was started so that we could assimilate these First Nations and basically the government had control over uh, where their education, where their land, you know, everything, stuff like that. Um, so we are taught like the basics, but not the fact that it's literally a cover up for a whole satanic pedophile ring. Unbelievable, dude. So, so, just, so, whatever. so let us in. So what are they supposed to, what is the rundown for people that did, didn't got, get te- taught what? that? Like, I don't know what happened. What's the rundown okay. of what actually oh, happened so in Canada? That's what yeah. we're going to get into. Yeah. That's yeah, what we're going to get into right now. I had no clue what you were saying right there. You, yeah. But sorry about that. Um. <laughs> So basically, this area is also where Queen Elizabeth was found guilty in an international court uh, of being responsible for the disappearance of 10 native Canadian children. She was actually found guilty in a court of law. Mm -hmm. And some guy went to arrest her and they grabbed him, drugged him and put him in a mental facility and he will never be seen again. He's literally in a coma right now. Yes. So uh, where is it going with that? So that is true. Uh, the residential schools to start. If if your listeners want to learn about the residential schools, I would highly recommend that they look up Kevin Annette, A-N-N-E-T-T. He has some amazing books out there. Um, he also like uh, he has his book uh, Hidden from History, The Canadian Holocaust. And that's literally all about the residential schools, how we killed so many hundreds of thousands of First Nations. Um, and then he also has a documentary called Unrepentant, and that's on YouTube. It's amazing. It's really hard to get through some very difficult testimonies from survivors and witnesses, oh. but it's something that I think everyone should watch and the light needs to be shown on that. Um, so yeah, Kevin Annette, uh, he's the one who actually started the... ITCCS, which is the International Tribunal of Crimes into Church and State. And so that was the tribunal board that issued their arrest warrant for the Queen. And that was back in 2013. Um, And then in the year 2000, he also started the Truth Commission into Genocide in Canada. Um, He's actually been bringing light to this ever since, I think, 1998. Um, he started as a priest with the United Church, uh, Catholic Church of Canada, in about 1990. He worked with them for seven years. He was then shipped off to Port Alberni in British Columbia. And that is when he started talking with First Nations. And he started asking, it was a small town, and he started asking people, hey, like, why is there no First Nations coming to my service? All my other cities, you know, it was a nice mix of people. And when he started talking to them, he said, well, that's because they killed my best friend and he's right up there on that hill. They buried him under the residential school. So then he started gaining um, testimonies and started um, 
uh, compiling like testimonies and a list of victims, stuff like that. And then he brought it to the attention of the United Church and they actually fired him without cause. So then that started a whole movement. Um, his wife left him with his two daughters. He It got to the point where he was discommunicated from everyone. They had this huge smear campaign going and he had to eat leftover scraps from the university um, just so he could save enough pennies to go visit his daughters on the bus. Like just terrible stuff like that from a man who's a hero. He's honestly one of my heroes and he did so much for this community and just to see the government smear him like that was just disgusting. So if people think, Oh no, it's, this isn't happening. It is happening. And it's been happening ever since 1997 when Kevin Annette has been trying to bring light to it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, this area where a lot of these kids come up, you know, Trudeau's father had heavy influence. I'm told in the area. So mm-hmm. we have this guy that is, you know, an elite connected cuckapalooza, you know, uh, Peter Nygar is out of, you know, Canada and all yeah. everything involved with that. We discussed this last time with Isaac Wysip. You have Virgin from Branson, who both of them friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this area, I mean, Satanic Death Cult. Like right? you said, I thought Canada was yeah. great. Right? I thought it had no bad history. Holy no, shit. no, we had so much terrible history. So back to the the part about the 10 missing children, because that that's a very interesting story. I actually discovered that back in like 2012. And like I said earlier, I went back a couple years later. I think this was like 2016 um, to research that. And I came across so many websites saying Kevin Annette was a conspiracy theorist, this and that huge smear campaign. And actually I kind of lost, um, interest and trust in the case. Cause I thought it was wrong. Uh, that was before I knew Snopes was a complete farce, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Just disgusting. And so, um, yeah. So what they think is, I mean, princess die, they think, uh, I think they killed her obviously because she had a lot of information on satanic pedophile cults, probably the fact that the Royals are lizards. I mean, she might've seen them shapeshift, who knows? Um, but yeah, so in 2004, British soldier Vivian Cunningham, he was drugged and committed for asking his superiors about the arrest warrant um, issued by the ITCCS in 2013 for Queen Elizabeth. And I think he was held for like six months. He was drugged uh, with antipsychotics until uh, concerned citizens demanded his release. And around that same time in 2013, there was also a man, Steve Finley, and he was in Canada. And he was trying to bring awareness to the issue as well. And the fact that the queen literally has an arrest warrant for taking and kidnapping and murdering 10 children. Plus, uh, she was culpable in the disappearance of 50,000 other children, uh, they had said as well. Yeah. So that's all in the in the docket, all in the warrant there. And uh, yeah, that went on. And Kevin, when that arrest was um, issued, which it's it's not going to no one's going to go get her because I think you can't you can't uh, do it an arrest warrant. And then um, it's not liable in different countries. So that's why she's still out there um, just living her life right now. Um, But yeah, so she just looking at my notes here. Sorry. Oh, I mean, it's just unbelievable. So much going on with her, 
that just you know we've had people come on talking about how she is a, actually a fake royalty they're not real royalty that they, yeah I, they were I think so uh you know stories of uh princess die seeing her shapeshift stories about you know her having a refrigerator for the body parts i don't know if that part is real but it seems pretty consistent with what a scumbag she is and just hey. the amount of people that i mean canadians i mean it's just unbelievable dude that oh, seriously. And uh, really quickly here, I will say, so in uh, 2014, after the warrant was issued, uh, many religious leaders were also indicted by the ITCCS, including former Pope Ratzinger and Pope Francis, actually. And we already know Pope Francis has a bunch of accusations in Argentina, I think. Um, so how he's still Pope, nobody knows. But you know how I knew he was shady because the media kept calling him cool Pope. I'm like, oh, you're telling me he's a cool guy? He must be a real scumbag. Like of a course. real scumbag. They're all scumbags, though. Yeah, they all are. All of them. Dude, all of them. I don't care if you are pro-gay marriage. You're still a scumbag. Yeah, well, that, just... that was the thing that made him cool. <laughs> Everything else, like, uh, fuck with little kids. Just as long as you're cool with gay bo- uh, pro-rights. It was horrible. So th- we believe there's a deep state political pedophile ring what are you what's the evidence out there that you've found oh i definitely believe there's a deep state pedophile ring i think it goes to the highest levels of just about every government i would say and i really think that it you can trace it back to time to the six thousand year old death cult i mean um another great um researcher's Videos that I like to look at is Fall of the Cabal. I'm not sure if you guys are yeah, yeah, those. Janet Osenberg and Cynthia Coder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so they have the, uh, their sequel out now. And uh, the part two to the sequel of the Fall of the Cabal, the whole first two parts go into the history of like Jesuits and uh, Khazars and like this child sacrifice cult. And it's just disgusting. And if you look back in history, there's so many examples of it. I mean, even you were saying how the royal family today, they can trace their bloodline back to like Vlad the Impaler. What significance does that have? You know, I want to know why Prince Andrew was so keen on telling everyone that and he's so proud of that because I wouldn't be proud of that. You know, I, I mean, if I was related to Lady Bathory, uh, the most prolific female serial killer in Transylvania, I wouldn't be going around saying that. Like, that shit's disgusting. So it's almost like uh, they're proud of that, right? I totally agree with that. And, it's and you know, it's probably what their, their practices, they continue. And all that goes back to Saturn worship and Kronos. And Kronos, the story of Kronos is that he would eat his own children uh, because, you know, it was prophesied that his children would be the ones that uh, kill him and take over power. So the child sex trafficking, um, the child sacrifice comes from the fact that Kronos used to eat his own children. And that's it. And, you know, whatever you want to believe about these death cults in terms of whether you think that stuff is real or not, it doesn't really matter because they believe it. And that... That is the initiation to get to the highest levels of power. The highest levels, man. And I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. But, you know, I put out this thing about all these women involved with Jeffrey Epstein. And one of them is Michelle Wolf, right? And I didn't have one New York City comic hit me up, tell me I was full shit, tell me I was wrong. And Michelle Wolf was well-known in... in, in, New York, right? 
but she wasn't known on a national level. But suddenly she's now doing the the uh, president's roast, the 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 press co- the correspondence dinner. Correspondence mm-hmm. dinner. When you look at the other people who did with Jimmy Kimmel, you know, you know all these humongous names with giant shows. Now all of a sudden she's doing it. Then she's got a show on Netflix. And like oh, I googled, I googled. Michelle Wolf denies Jeffrey Epstein uh, flight logs. There's not one story about it. Where's the denial? It's not there. Well, that's very similar to uh, like Ellen DeGeneres' story, right? Like I just saw a little video and it was going on saying that, what, what did she do? She was on some talk show host, uh, his show. And then right after that show, she was immediately listed at, at the end of the show. Uh, the host was telling what other uh, show she was going to be on. And it was every single like major news comedy show. And it was just like, how do you get from that? Cause that was her debut on that show there. So how is she already lined up for all these other shows like, with these huge names in the industry? And that was right after her girlfriend had died in a car crash. And she's talking about, she even makes a joke on the debut about her girlfriend dying, like weird stuff like that. Um, and then she says like, oh, we even drove past the accident. How do you drive past your girlfriend's accident and not realize that's her car? Like. Weird stuff. So I think personally, I think Ellen sacrificed her girlfriend to get to the top, but who knows? Uh, I, mean, yeah, I haven't really delved into that. that too much. But, you know, and then Johnny, have you seen her set? It's exactly all the colors and setup of Epstein's Island. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember we, I used it as my backdrop on Zoom for a little while. Yeah, I remember that. I, I've always suspected <laughs> you were up to shit. So, I mean, that's just the way it is, man. And then these stories always come out. And it's like, I don't enjoy being the guy talking about it, but it's like, we're just going to let this go. We're just going to let it go. We're just going to let it go. That's what Kevin Annette says. Yeah. He's always on, like, I'm so surprised more people aren't up in arms about this because what is more sacred than the innocence of a child? You know, it's just disgusting that more people aren't. But uh, Sam, if you want some examples of some elite pedophile rings, like I got some examples for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all about that action. Okay, cool. So have you heard about the uh, the Belgium Mark Dutro case, the serial killer in 2004? Yeah, I have heard about that. Go into it. Yeah, so he was like a serial killer found in Belgium in like 2004. And when he was arrested, he had admitted, yes, okay, I kidnapped and raped these girls, but I'm actually just a small pawn in this major elite pedophile ring that actually goes to the highest levels of the Belgium government. He was a procurer and he was uh, gathering these children to then sell off to uh, these elites. And so when this case broke, um, I think it was something like a bunch of witnesses came forward and all of their testimonies collaborated with one another. And so it got to the point where it was looking like, wow, this is real. It is an elite pedophile ring. And they went through two different judges, two judges who wanted to take it to court, wanted to hold these people accountable. Um, They were kicked off the case, finally went to a third judge. um, And then they sentenced Mark Dutroux. I think they said... Uh, they didn't go anywhere. They didn't um, like charge anyone, any one who should have been charged, any elite. And it was up to 400,000 Belgians actually protested and they almost stormed their capital because they saw that something was going on and nobody was doing anything about it. Uh, so there's that case. And he was sentenced to life for the abduction and rape of six girls. Yeah, he basically came out and said that, you know, I'm just doing the dirty work of these elites. And that's who goes to jail. 
That's who goes to jail to catch a predator. That was all about getting poor pedophiles who should be off the the streets. We're not saying they shouldn't. One hundred percent, line them up and put put a bolt in them as well. If you're gonna hurt kids, right? Yeah. If you're gonna hurt kids, how fast do you think they get sentenced? Oh yeah, just get them in, get them out. Bam, bam. How about Ghislaine? Why is what's up with her? Why is that taking? Do so we long? even think she's in jail? Do yeah, we really do believe that? I mean, that's the biggest no. psyop of them all. But. You know, and, and but the real ones don't go to jail. They just don't do it until they're too old, and then they're disposable, yeah. and then they're thrown under the bus as a sacrifice. So everyone thinks, you know, we're cleaning up all the action. Now, Ghislaine, though, I think it was about a week or two after her arrest, and there was a. Uh uh, like a huge international pedophile ring bust. They said like 70,000 members, something like that, if I am correct. And then there was also the whole Wayfair Gate scandal a week after her arrest. So I think she was singing like a little canary bird, but that's just me. I mean, it's possible, and this is how they keep her from getting snagged. I mean, like, she, her father was assassinated. So why wouldn't they? I mean, like, she knows where all the bodies are buried. And that Mayfair thing, I mean, dude, someone just showed something. There's, like, a Lego set being sold on the Internet for, like, like $30,000 or something. Like, ridiculously high number. You're like, who's paying that for that? And it's, like, yeah. probably a front for something. It's on eBay. Be like I a mean, collection, the, right, the whole wafer scandal. There was thirty thousand dollar baby albums and stuff oh, like that, God. and it's like, really, like, come on. And then they have the gall and audacity, Wayfair, to come out and say, oh, they were priced items because they were industrial cabinets. Okay, well, if the cabinets were industrial, fine, whatever. What about the pillowcases that were thirty three dollar, uh, thirty three grand? What about the child uh, toys and the photo albums? Can you explain that by being industrial? I don't think so. Let's not forget the Netflix uh, do, uh, little little movie scandal they had. The little kid one. Oh, with uh, Cuties. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was another thing that came out right after. And no one re they kind of reacted for like a little bit, and then everyone just canceled the Netflix for a week and then reopened it. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Actually, watch I'm guilty of telling Netflix. other people to cancel theirs, and I definitely did not cancel mine. Yeah, that's most of hey, us. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate yeah, your honesty. I, I can't watch Netflix. I just, I mean, I'm down to a couple sports sporting events, Rick and Morty's, which is barely hanging on for me. No, Sam. I, I Rick do. and Morty? I know. I know it's it's we awful. know. We know. We know. We already know. You guys know. know about him? What's his name? The Dan, Dan Harmon. I know. Have you I seen the videos? We have a t-shirt. We know. Yeah, he's awful. <laughs> Him raping a baby, and he says that that's his, uh, like, film school end project. First off, if that's your film school end project, what the fuck were you learning in I film agree, school? I agree, but right? the early years And it's all grainy. It's like, Listen. I was like, oh, okay, I would get that. I'm not, I don't even know. Like, there's no way you're going to say that that was your end school <laughs> film project. And then uh, the other one, the pickle, doing the frazzle drip on those kids. Are you fucking kidding me? That's I insane. agree. Couldn't believe it. I got nothing left. 
We're trying to like something. We're just trying to like something. I mean, I just, I mean, okay. I'm going to be down between my recovery from my vices and my hatred of everything fucking deep cabal. I'm going to just watch paint dry. That's all I'm going to have left. <laughs> and then someone will tell me the paint's got baby blood in it and it's, I can't even watch the paint it's got, dry. It's got lead in it. Careful. Oh, yeah. You yeah, might have exactly. to start reading books. I mean, my God. I read books, Johnny. <laughs> don't act like I don't. I have a ton of them that I haven't yeah, even begun to true. read. That's true. Um, yeah, I don't want to cancel my heroes either, like uh, David Bowie. I'm really into rock and roll. You can tell by my name, right? Rock and roll space witch. And I'm like learning about Led Zeppelin, Mick Jagger, David Bowie, how they had all these 14 year old, 15 year old girlfriends. I'm just like, what is even going on? I mean, even. Uh, singer steven tyler of aerosmith i just saw a really weird video about him and uh it looks really like uh he's he did a whole song about adrenochrome and it's called pink and when you look at the lyrics the lyrics make no sense he doesn't wear a single shred of pink in the music video so what is it about but he's doing all these weird hand gestures um that when you line it up it's the molecule of adrenochrome so it's just like what and then he's kissing his daughter and everything like pretty sensually so i don't know I don't know how you allow your 14-year-old daughter to go on tour with a rock band. Like, what are you doing? I promise you, Ghost and Ninja will be on lockdown. Lockdown. <laughs> lockdown. Guns locked and loaded. You sound like uh... Nobody's going on tour. <laughs> Sorry, NXS. You sound like the governor of California right now. You're like the mom in uh, Almost Famous, you know, just, you are not going out with the rock band. Yeah, you're, oh, you would let your 4 year daughter go out with the no, rock hell, band? No, hell no, you kidding me? So no way, judging. my sister or something, no, no, no effing way, dude. No, thank uh, you. Okay, so, I want to get into something with you. I want, I want to talk about the RFK Jr. video story that you want to talk about, and how you think, and it's, this is some Q stuff because I wanted to do it towards the end because some people have moved on from Q. I personally believe the information was real, so it was done. So people's hopes would get up, nothing would change, and people then would lose hope. But I feel like they were telling you the real shit purposely mm -hmm. that nothing would be done about it. So I want to hear your thoughts. I feel we went an hour and we could, uh, now we can get into it. What is your thoughts on JFK Jr.? So I guess first I'll just start by saying why I got into the movement and why I believed, you know, Q at the start. Um, just some factual evidence. Like you asked for some examples. I mean, we could talk about the McMartin preschool case, you know, where 450 children aged three to five um, were molested. And then that was smeared again. And the CIA started a false memory syndrome foundation. Um, and then you and know, that's to where satanic panic comes in. They tried yes. to make, which is setting down the stage for something's coming. What people don't understand about that. And I've had friends of mine with big podcasts, try to talk and explain that shit away. And it's like, no dude, there were underground tunnels under there. And the kids had like, like anal rape injuries. Oh, it's just terrible. It, terrible. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, yeah, they're trying to debunk the victims. I mean, that's even like the little girl from Poltergeist. If you look into her story, like it's just disgusting. She had injuries. But anyways, I mean, a couple more examples. Uh, the Franklin scandal, the Johnny Gosh case. Um, so this is the kind of stuff that I've been researching for a couple years now. Um, I find it intriguing. 
And so I've just been researching that because I want to come at it with facts. So when people are like, oh, Bailey, there's not a 6,000 year old death cult. There's not elite pedophile rings that go up to the highest levels of government. Well, yes, there is. Okay. And there's examples literally sprinkled throughout history uh, of, yeah, almost every single hero that you can imagine. So anyways, uh, the Franklin Johnny Gosh cover up. Uh, there's that one. There's even the documentary Conspiracy of Silence. If anyone wants to go watch that, there was the Finders Club. Um, and this is from FBI director Ted Gunderson. A couple of his statements and his testimonies he's made. I've watched a lot of his videos. Um, he talks about his uh, Dr. Jeffrey R. McDonald, a uh, army uh, medical doctor and he was convicted in I think it was like 1970 for the slaying of his wife and two children uh, he said he didn't do it and then Ted Gunderson went he took the case on realized it was actually a satanic cult uh, so there's that one there's a Lincoln Park military base here in Canada um, so that's actually based out of Calgary and that is where they did military experiments on children mind control um, experiments uh, to see like how long group A can go without food and group A can go without water, stuff like that. That was going on all throughout the fifties and sixties. Oh um, and then we God. have like whistleblowers like Ronald Bernard, uh, the Dutch banker who was talking about how he accidentally got into accidentally uh, gone to the Illuminati, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> um, we even have a whistleblower from the eighties, Roger Monroe up here in Canada and Montreal. And he talks about, he has a couple books um, and he talks about how he joined a cult and he actually witnessed them summon and talk to the dead, stuff like that. Right. So before I talk about Q, I just want to say that's where I'm coming from. That's why I kind of maybe fell into the Q trap. I don't think it's a trap. I don't know. I, I'm kind of with you, Sam. I, I was very on board with Q beforehand. Um, you look into Pizzagate, you see all the factual evidence based on that. You go, holy shit, this stuff is real. And then all of a sudden Q came along and it was like, wow, is there white hats? Someone's here to save us and actually bring light to this horrible atrocities that are happening. Um, but with that being said, then, too, if I was a deep state cabal and I knew the 2020 agenda was about to hit and we had to go for the 2030 agenda, sorry. And I saw there was a big group of people waking up, you know, uh, what would I do? I would start a psyop you know keep those people docile keep them think that hey you guys you're on the right track but don't worry you don't even need to do anything about all these terrible terrible things you're hearing because it's already been done we're watching a movie being played out right now and i think that's where i'm just kind of off board with q because i can't just keep waiting anymore like i mean the election happened donald trump didn't he won we all know donald trump won i'll say that first and foremost um, but I mean, they let Biden take it. And then there's the January 6th riots, you know, yeah, I mean, that completely fabricated fun in the sun. I mean, like act. real quick on that is like the Michigan, the like the quote unquote attempt to kidnap the uh, Michigan governor. It's now coming out that once again, Johnny, did you hear this? Like 12 of the 15 guys were FBI informants. <laughs> In the supposed plot? Oh, yeah. that's hilarious. 12! So wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they have a, a, a established practice of having the informants, the guys working for the FBI, come up with the whole plot yeah. and then they kind of convince like a couple other guys to come in on and then arrest those guys. Oh, Johnny's yeah. right. They do that with terrorists. Terrorists, yeah. They'll convince these guys times. like, hey, we're going we're gonna to do 
hey, do this guys. bomb. And then all of a sudden, you're, you're just like the side guy getting And you're the, the only guy who's not working for yeah, the FBI. Guys, yeah, yeah, right? You're just in the room going, dude, I got a new job. I'm having a sandwich. I'm loving it. Next thing you know, it's like, dude, we should kidnap the governor. You're like, ah, dude, I'm just hanging out. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. He kind of sucks. I don't know. She kind of sucks. Yeah, whatever. she does kind of suck. Like the same thing with uh, the Vegas shooting. That guy is like, I mean, like, that was a WikiLeaks stump that nobody talked about. Hey, the we, guy was FBI. Did you hear about that maid that found all those guns before that baseball game? Yeah, that's. You think a, that's all psyop too? Just 100%. trying to. Yeah? Well, but I thought it wasn't in the. But then the government said that they that it wasn't connected to any kind of terror or anything. Now I'm thinking it might be something else. They they were like, we don't think this was going to be a shooting. The jo government said Johnny, that. So that makes me think it's something even worse. All late because January 6th didn't hit. So they're just trying to do as many things as possible. To, to get people demanding guns being taken away. And it's Yeah, but if that to... was the case, though, then they would have tried to make it seem like they had averted disaster. But they were actually coming out and saying this was not. So that makes me think it's even something different. Way worse? Like possibly like local law enforcement uh -huh. came on to something you know, uh -huh. that the government was working on. You know what I mean? And then they had to say, oh, we found some guns. You I know? think Maria ruined it. Who? Maria the maid. She found a couple yeah, guns. Be, yeah. them like, out. She should like, oh, dude, I got to get back to Mexico and hide out. At first, the, at first, the story was like we averted this sort of potential shooting event. And then I think the FBI came out and said, actually, no, it wasn't going to be a shooting. That makes me think that maybe local law enforcement got reported to them. And they were like, holy shit, we just stumbled on something. And then the feds come in. And, and they're like, like oh, not the no, no, it's just, uh, no, turns no. out they're yeah. just gun collectors. 100%, dude. 100%. And it's like, how can you buy into any of this stuff when every single time there is a connection to intelligence? And it just goes back to like, how, would people, would there be war? Would there be war? If, if there wasn't people instigating fights, these invisible hands starting all of us to fight with each other. Yeah. Like I think uh, the CIA even admitted, Kevin Annette, in one of his uh, interviews, he says the CIA admitted to having brothels, bro child brothels in Bangkok, and they've had them ever since the Vietnam War. And uh, they use it to entice and blackmail uh, visiting U.S. politicians. And they admitted to that. Yeah. I mean, burn it all down. What? No, I was saying that, that reminds me of like that. I finally saw that monkey you were talking about. I was dancing with the kids. I'm like, who's letting that happen? It must just someone's just doing it or lying about it just to piss us off so yeah. me and Sam can talk about it on yeah. our fucking show. 100 <laughs> percent Yeah. Naked monkey butt dildo monkey? Naked yeah. butt dildo monkey? Reading to kids. Teaching the come on, dude. Yeah. That's not real. And it maybe is there, but it's done to get us all to fight with each other. It's just ridiculous. But so go back to your you you were Q and all that stuff and Liz Crokin and all that. Yeah, so I mean, I just wanted to quickly say that. I mean, so that's where, that's my background. That's where I'm coming from. That's why I believed Q. That's why I kind of got into the movement. Um, I was just a very big believer of speaking out against human trafficking, child trafficking, stuff like that. Um, so I got into Q maybe, I don't know, 2018 because of my best friend's parents. They are hardcore. Shout out to Chip and uh, <laughs> shout out to Dylan too. Um, yeah, they're pretty hardcore. And uh, they got me into it. And I have always loved the Kennedys. Um, I'm like of Irish descent. So I've always, you know, been on that ground, that aspect. And so when I heard the JFK Jr. theory, 
you know, I was right on board with it. I went down that rabbit hole and I'm not coming up anytime soon. Um, so even though I'm not fully on board with Q anymore, I think that it could, yeah, be a possible psyop. I mean, people should look at the anomaly videos, stuff like that. Um, I, I kind of still believe that maybe JFK Jr. is alive and he faked his own death. So the premise of the Q movement um, is that JFK Jr. is working with Donald Trump. And this just, you know, really quickly working with Donald Trump and they are saving humanity. And they've been in this plan ever since the year 2000, uh, 1999, when JFK Jr. faked his own death. Because uh, they were best friends, JFK Jr. and Donald Trump, right? Ever since the 80s. So the theory goes that he faked his own death and for 20 years now, and uh, they've been working to take down the deep state cabal. And in 2020 is when the great awakening is going to happen and he's going to come back out and he's going to say, Hey, I'm alive. Um, If you want to go deep into it, a lot of these Q people think that uh, he's going to be the next VP. So they think that he's actually going to be the vice president in August when Donald Trump is reinstated. Which I'm not sure if anyone believes that's going to happen, but Johnny I, I'm hoping Johnny that's going to happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Johnny's got money on it. Well, isn't that a little anticlimactic though? The guy comes back from the dead, and he's going to be vice president. I mean, <laughs> one of the worst jobs in government. You want to start a bet, Johnny? Like <laughs> Unless you don't want to work. If you don't want work, it's a great game. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, he's been playing dead for <laughs> decades now. I mean, I think he'd want to get to work. I uh, I have my own theories, and I think Trump is. Uh, I Trump, I I agree with Trump's nationalistic uh, talking points because that's what I believe in. Uh, but I, don't, yeah. I think it's all like theater, bro. Everything is theater, and we have to work on a on a, a lower level. But what about this RFK Jr. video? Yeah, so I got into the movement. I was really excited about that. Um, you know, it was pretty hardcore. I was positive that Donald Trump was going to save us. This year, like I was like, he is, you know, he's reincarnation of Jesus, but not even. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, and so I got into it and RFK Jr., he is online a lot. He's speaking out against the vaccines. Yes. Um, so I'm a big supporter of his. Um, he's amazing. And he was doing a live stream with Dr. Andy Wakefield, who also has been talking out. He does the documentaries Vaxxed. Um, and a couple other documentaries they are amazing. Uh, 1986, The Act. And he talks about how, and he was promoting this with RFK Jr. And he was talking about how in 1986, all vaccine manufacturers, they're not held liable anymore under a court of law. So all of these adverse reactions when people are getting paid out and these lawsuits are happening, it's actually taxpayers paying for that. So it's just disgusting, the whole vaccine industry in itself. Uh, but anyways, they were on a live stream and they were talking. And I think that I had been on his live stream RFKs a couple times before then, because I thought, well, hey, if this QAnon theory, JFK Jr. is real, why doesn't someone just ask? You know, like there's a bunch of Kennedys still alive. Someone should just ask him. So I would always go on. I'd type in like uh, if JFK Jr. is alive, touch your nose. And I'd stay on for like a minute or two, get bored. Then I'd leave. I was like, OK, fuck it, whatever. And then I had, uh, I think I broke my collarbone actually in my thumb uh, like two weeks prior. So I was off work. I wasn't even supposed to be there that day. And I ended up just watching the majority of the live stream. And then I thought, you know what? Why don't I ask again? So I copy and pasted it and I said, type your note, uh, touch your nose if JFK Jr. is alive. And I think I had pasted it maybe three times. RFK comes to the mic. He sits up like this, looks at it, 
And then he just straight up touches his nose. It was literally insane. I, I saw screamed. that video. Yeah. What'd you think? I saw that video. You're the one that did that. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> did you ever see that video? Where you, saw, you saw that? Yeah. Johnny, what's your thoughts? Nice. Disbelief. Well, I, I haven't said a word, and you're just uh, projecting. I say everything, Johnny. <laughs> you're like a... You're I thought like, it was impressive. Yeah, I mean, but... You think I mean, if you watch somebody long, for long, they're gonna scratch. Their nose and the argument is, you think he did it to fuck with people in general? No, no, no. That that no, no. I'm gonna stop no, you right he there. It wasn't that. like a scratch yeah. or anything. He literally goes like this, touches his nose like that. Like it was like, not a scratch. I swear to God. Johnny, you got people served. said that they were in my inbox and they DM'd me right away. They're like, "Oh my God, I can't believe he touched his nose. It wasn't just a scratch." Blah blah blah. Well, I, I'll um, say this: time will tell. We'll see if uh, if he comes back. We'll uh, we'll we'll have, we'll have to revisit this. Obviously, I think we it's will, very interesting. Will. I think there's a lot of stuff going on. There's things that we missed that I want to get into before we let you go. One thing is going back to Justin Trudeau, and this will lead to his connections with the CCP and then we'll get into COVID in China. So sorry, I missed these questions, but I really want to ask this. What is Justin Trudeau's connection to the Pinkerton pig farms and the serial killer, Robert Pinkerton? And can you explain all that? Yes, I can. Sorry Jesse, guys. I know um, we should have done it earlier, but I just saw these notes and I, I I'm very interested because I hate Justin Trudeau. He's the worst, I know. And I just learned this, uh, these possible connections this year. Um, and really quickly, I will say, Johnny, just to play devil's advocate, um, I did have someone when, because the, the video went viral on Twitter, um, it got up to 700,000 views. Yeah. Uh, before my, wow. yeah, before my account was banned. Um, I'm off there now. Um, I also lost my Instagram account. So like I lost all my followers, all my friends across the world. It sucked. Um, but someone had commented on the video and they had said, I made art for RFK Jr. And so I follow him and he follows me. So I slid into his DMs and I had asked, did you mean to touch your nose when that girl said that? And then the guy had said in the tweet that RFK Jr. had said, I touched my nose because I thought she asked, uh, touch your nose if JFK Jr. is your cousin. Okay. Now I asked that person and numerous <laughs> other people, we all added the guy and we said, okay, show us the proof, show us the proof. Then he wouldn't respond to us. And then he ended up deleting his account. So I will say just if people are wondering, there was a little bit of um, like, could it be real? Could it be true? But I mean, even the people who came at me saying it was fake, they couldn't prove themselves. So and I will say, that, does, I now I will say that makes no sense because of this. So it's why not would, fun. Why would anybody ask him that? That doesn't even, I mean, how could you misread that as cousin? I, I don't buy that at all. Yeah. I know. I know. Not at all. And that's what, that's apparently what he had said. And so I was like, okay, well give me the proof then. And they couldn't, but anyways, yeah. So Justin Trudeau, I mean, terrible guy. And I just learned this year, um, based off an interview with Norman Travesty, uh, Traversy, uh, you guys can look that up on BitChute, but he might have some possible connections to the Picton pig farm. Uh, and Robert Picton, who was the serial killer, I think it was in like 1998, um, he was arrested. And so all throughout the 90s, there was women going missing from the east side of Vancouver. And it got to the point where he was arrested. Uh, they put an undercover cop in his jail cell with him. And he said, I wish I just got to the big 5-0. So they're assuming he killed 49 women. 
Um, but there's all these other connections between this serial killer and their family. So they owned this pig farm in British Columbia. He had a brother and then they had a sister. And the sister has a lot of connections to uh, like higher ups and elites in Canadian politics. Uh, so and that's through the SNC Lavalin connection. And that was Justin Trudeau's second ethics, ethics violation. He actually has three ethics violations, three more than any other prime minister ever, because nobody's even received one. Like <laughs> that just goes to show what a joke he is. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, this man. Uh, so there's Norman Travesty. And through this interview, he was a firefighter. He got hurt on the job and he started looking into why he wasn't claiming his WCB. And he found insurance fraud and he found it. It was a giant scam connected to U.S. siphoning money through workplace insurance. And Ontario alone had a surplus of one billion dollars, um, which goes to a company called B.C. IMC. Uh, which this company is apparently bigger than Apple. They have over $1 trillion in assets. And BCIMB is connected to the pig farm through the Pictons and Carol Taylor. And Carol Taylor was a, I think she was Miss Toronto, 1964. Um, and she was a TV host. She has no background in finance, no background in politics. She was just a pretty face, right? Um, so then she went on to become the... Uh, she actually bought and she was the founder, sorry, let's say of BC IMB. I think she was just a front name for someone else. Um, but she went on to become the BC minister of finance with no degree no background in financing. And she was the chairman of CBC. Okay. So these are connections. And Carol Taylor is good friends with Linda Picton, the sister of the serial killer. Uh, so she actually used her finance position to get the Vancouver City Council to change zoning on farm area so that they could sell it um, to developers because uh, we have uh, through the agricultural trust in BC, you're not allowed to sell off certain areas of farmland. Um, so they helped them that way. They actually gained millions of dollars that way. So there's that connection. And then what they did is they had a piggy palace. Uh, it's just this building on the actual land itself. And they use that. They actually got Carol Taylor through her connections with the government. Um, they created that as a charity. And so what they would do is they would use this. I think the Picton Pig Farm was basically the Jeffrey Epstein Island of Canada. Oh my they were using God. this. Yeah. So they were using this area to bring in politicians and the Vancouver police. Uh, they were throwing lavish parties, stuff like that. And then they would blackmail, blackmail them there. And then there was also probably human hunting parties going on, stuff like that. I think it's the Black Forest of Canada, um, Bohemian Grove of Canada, too, if you will. Um, so there's really crazy stuff like that. Um, and then they even Carol Taylor, uh, the minister of finance, uh, like this just goes to show the connections when the trial was going on for Robert Picton, she got them a $10 million mortgage through BC IMB because apparently they couldn't find funding for lawyers. She then switched it so that the, uh, BC government paid that. So, and this was with, um, no interest and no repayment plan. So there's definitely collusion going on with this serial killer family and members of the government. Oh, so so she got the family a lawyer, basically? Yeah, pretty much. This woman who yeah had no degrees and no and all of a sudden she's at the forefront of the finance industry. Um, she has all sorts of affairs with SNC Lavalin, stuff like that. Um, and so the SNC Lavalin connection is that's a construction company here in Canada. And uh 
she was one of the biggest shareholders in SNC-Lavalin. And then Justin Trudeau, when that whole ethics violation came out, um, that they were uh, being put up for corruption, they were going to go to trial. Justin Trudeau did everything in his power to make sure it didn't go to trial. And uh, Judy Wilson-Raybould, she had to come out and call out Justin Trudeau. And she actually had to step down from her position because she was getting threats by the liberals, by Justin Trudeau himself. And so why do you think Justin Trudeau was so adamant that we don't look into SNC-Lavalin? Probably because we were going to find his affairs and money funneling through to the BC Picton pig farm. Oh my God. It's crazy, yeah. And like, do you think they, because like pig farms, they tend to use to dis- mm-hmm. dispose bodies. Yep. yep. I think they were killing a lot of people there. I think there's child sacrifices going on. I, we know at least 49 women died. And then you have these huge lavish parties with, you know, the Vancouver PD and all sorts of political people coming in. I think they were even using it um, as a blackmail setup operation. And they're flying in, you know, different people from the United States, different celebrities and politicians. Um, so apparently in the case as well, there was actually a book and it had a log of all these major people who visited. And that is legally supposed to be kept for, I think, 71 years under the Canadian justice system. Yeah. And somehow they, they threw it out. They lost it. Something happened. So we don't have the name of everyone that visited this farm now. Uh, surprise, so, surprise. Right. But yeah. why do I even feel that like even Canadian satanic death cult meetings are just full of nice people, right? <laughs> hey, oh yeah. Are you here to worship the black cube, eh? Oh, no. well, welcome. Would you like a beer? That was the worst Canadian <laughs> yeah. accent ever. Um, that was close. But this reminds me of Hostile. I, that's one thing that uh, with Jeffrey Epstein, it was, all, it was all like uh, pedophile shit. There was nothing of like human hunting. None of that got mentioned. So I wonder if they're throwing that under the table. Like, of let's course, not talk about dude. it. Because it's like. Of course. I mean, how about the fact that they talked about Bill Clinton? The, all, the, all the girls were like, Bill never fooled around with us. Bill only fooled around with the boys. When have they ever talked about young boys, boy yeah. sex slavery when it comes to Epstein. They don't. They completely painted it as, come on, dude, these chicks, they're, they're, they're teenage girls. You know they want it, bro. Oh, bro. Come on, you know they want it. <laughs> That's exactly how they painted it. Oh, they were just banging 15 and 16-year-olds. You know those girls want it. Come on. That's, how that, that's all they talked about. They never talked about how, like, all the witnesses says Bill fooled around with the boys. Yeah, I mean, in that Netflix movie, they made it seem like they could go home. They're like, he let them go home, and they could come back if they wanted to. Like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 go, go home. Go from home. The, the, the island. Yeah, it was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they just swim. Just swim to shore. Yeah, <laughs> or the fact that the Bidens had an island right next to that island. So you, so when you escape, you can become onto another pedophile island? Yeah, I mean, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> I can't imagine. It's just ridiculous, dude. So, uh, what the one of the big, um, I don't know, to- a big, uh, I don't know how, how to say the uh, talking I- issues. On, that makes no sense. But one thing that was kind of talked about on social media was that the Chinese were amassing troops in Canada. Is that true, in your opinion? And what proof? Do, if you believe that, what proof do you have? So I didn't originally believe that. There was a couple of videos circulating, uh, I think about like two years ago, and especially last summer, um, showing Chinese troops in British Columbia. And there was a bunch of them. 
And that was real. There definitely is CCP troops in British Columbia. And then I actually had my own experience in Alberta uh, this winter. There was, I was in Penhold, Alberta, and I was there for work. And I heard that, uh, hey guys, there's, it's a small town, there's an abandoned airport. And so we have 200 Chinese military, 200 Chinese students training there for military pilot training. Uh, for winter pilot training, sorry, as if they don't have winter in China, like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so I went there and I actually interviewed um, just really quickly three people. I just kind of got them without them knowing uh, in case anything happened. And I was just asking them, hey, is there 200 Chinese uh, military students here and they all said yes they are they're staying in the barracks uh, they're here for winter pilot training um, and then I had a friend and apparently it was a big deal that went through this like Chinese billionaire uh, down in Calgary stuff like that so there definitely is troops I've been to a city that has them and talked with the people there myself now there was a talk about there was like thousands and thousands do you think there were thousands and thousands no, I don't think there's thousands. I mean, I feel like we would have been able to see that by this point. I mean, Canadians were constantly going out into the woods, stuff like that. So where are you going to hide thousands of troops, you know? Um, but there definitely was hundreds. And maybe are they working with our military? Or are they housing them? Who knows? You know, I'm not one to say, but Justin Trudeau has definitely sold our country out to the CCP. And I'm scared that maybe, I don't know, in this if this 2030 agenda does end up playing out, then they're going to come here because Trudeau's already sold us out. We have so much land, capabilities, uh, resources, stuff like that. So it's getting kind of scary. Okay, we're going to end on this. What is the, the mindset of Canadians right now? Man, the mindset of Canadians, we're all a bunch of pussies, Sam. And that's where I'm at, like straight up. Oh, man, there's we, we still were in lockdowns. I mean, we just had here in Alberta, the mask mandate was lifted. And I'm still seeing maybe like 40% of people still walking around with a muzzle on. I'm like, why? Why? Like, it's just disgusting. Like, these people want servitude is what I think. Like, they just love it. And, so there's and a lot the of us email up, comes though. out. The email comes out from the guy that pushed the agenda saying it doesn't work. Like, the minute you read that, you take that thing, you set it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> We have a uh, Dr. Hodkinson in Edmonton, and he is a pathologist. Not only is he a pathologist, he's a virologist. He was the head of the virology department at Cambridge University. And he came out and he has been just speaking at every left, right and center, speaking out on this saying masks don't work. They won't protect you. Lockdowns don't work. They're doing more harm than they are good. And we should not be scared of COVID because this is 0.01% death rate. Like, I just can't even believe people have let it get this far. Like, when did we start adhering and like molding society to the to to fit the weakest people? You know, no, like, I just, totally agree with that. Like, you know, when Shakespeare wrote, whoever Shakespeare was wrote his plays. He they didn't go keep it simple, stupid. You know, there was a time in which people desired to ascend and now everything is about lowest common denominator of stupid that's my <laughs> biggest problem with the comedy scene in la right now it's like every and then like I, I saw it happen in the vegas comedy scene just everything became cookie cutter stupid that allowed mediocre people to shine 
They just remix jokes that were done before, and we're just all just placating to the dumb. And how about this? Don't come to my shows if you're stupid. <laughs> I don't watch you. Stay home. I'm, there'll be a, a fucking ventriloquist coming through or a guy who does fake <laughs> improv and all this shit. St stay home, stupid, and wait till dumb comes strolling through your town. I don't need you. But we've done it all. We've allowed the weak and the... And the, and the retarded to determine what the rest of us are doing instead of making them compete with us and keep up with us. Survival of the fittest. Now everybody's surviving. Thank you. Yeah, that's where I'm on. That's what I'm on about. I mean, people are literally retarded nowadays, so I don't even know what's going on anymore. But I just hope everyone can wake up soon because the facts are all there. It's just, yeah, got to take the time to do it. And I just feel like these satanic powers, people in power, you know, um, they're trying to keep us so busy and just in a war with one another and in a hate and divide tactic that we don't have time to research and look at and look into the truth. So that's where I'm at. Uh, I wanted to uh, end on this. Is a witch a good thing or a bad thing? I think there can be good witches and bad witches. Uh, I've been called a satanic whore because of my at my handle and it's like it's rough you know i don't want to be called that is i feel like a born again christian lately so for the people to be judging me just because i have the word witch in my name you know it kind of hurts but uh well, no i think witchcraft i mean honestly i don't i prefer like wiccan and like i think it's more the religion of nature if you will and i know that does have a lot of you know uh, co 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 coincide with witchcraft and black magic stuff like that but i think that everyone should you know get a little more down to earth with nature um and just like spirituality and stuff like that so when i say witch i don't mean that but there can be good witches yeah for sure well, i believe in white magic man i think there we go i think that's gonna be the next special i put out called white magic <laughs> i don't think it's like coke or something they have to do maybe to do it drugs. could be coke even though i don't do it anymore it could be coke <laughs> Uh, all right, Bailey, do you want to give out how to find you? Like your yeah, social definitely. media? Uh, so people can find me at, at Rock and Roll Space Witch on Instagram. Uh, I have a YouTube account. I think that's Rock and Roll Space Witch, though. That was my original at before I got deleted, shadow banned, and all that good fun stuff. Uh, but yeah, so Instagram is my main platform right now. And then I will be hopefully making some videos, maybe even starting a podcast soon. Well, Bailey, I think you should start a podcast because you're uh, you're very good at it, and you're great at uh, getting out information. And I I think you'll be very happy with the results. So I think you should 100% do a uh, podcast. Bailey, how tall are you? I can never tell if you're super tall or just the angles you use. I think I'm like five four. Oh wow! Five five. So I, five, I, five. five five. I'm short. No, that's great. My mother's five five. So it's great. I'm I'm a big fan of the five five people. Uh, <laughs> Bailey, it was, it was nice for us to um finally chit chat and talk. We're we're Instagram fans, friends. So I'm super happy that we finally got to do a show. And you know, uh, uh for someone who I don't know if this is your first podcast or one of the first few that you've done, you killed it and you were great. And I hope the swarm finds you and shows you lots of love. 
Oh, thank you so much, Sam. It has been an absolute pleasure talking with you and uh, being on your podcast. Like, I, I can't even believe it. This is an absolute dream come true of mine. So thank you so much. I'm sorry that Johnny was rude. Uh, <laughs> Xavier, thank you. Johnny, thank you. Hope to see you guys in Alaska, San Diego, and Texas and Oklahoma. Go to samtriple.com again for all the dates, and we will talk to you soon. We go deep, homeboy. Eric, from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.